Hello and welcome to, well, let's call this the common area for now. It won't be on the common area, it's going to be on the main channel. Hello and welcome to the Uncommon Commons. Uh, my name is George. And I'm Alex. And we just wrapped up season two as of two weeks ago. Uh, and we asked you all for some questions. So we'll be reading them right here, right now. Are you excited, Alex? I am. I, I, like, I like having direction. We don't often get that on the common area. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes we're just left to ramble. But hey, if you like our rambling, be sure to uh, sub uh, be sure to support us on Patreon. The link is going to be in the description below. Uh, or if you just like hearing it audibly, you can go to patreon.com slash uncommoncommons. It's just that simple. Whenever we ramble, I will warn you that it inevitably turns into um, a little game of which blank characters deserve the most kisses or something along those lines it's it's stupid sometimes we just play smash and pass with the cryptids yeah. it's fun that's your cup of tea <laughs> <clears throat> the the reigning answer is uh, fresno nightcrawler yes i kiss them on their little heads anyways questions anyways uh yes so we have some questions from a few of you i'm gonna start off with one from uh mary lang uh who actually sent this one in um at, uh, as of last time, but just missed the deadline for the last set of questions. So uh, we'll be answering some of these now. Uh, question number one is, uh, what inspired you guys to make the podcast? Was it something you were thinking about for a long time, or was there a specific incident or piece of media that led you to write it? George, how did, how did we start the podcast? <laughs> well, we were friends. <laughs> Explain it how it actually happened, because it's funny. I was lying in bed one night. Okay. And I sent a text message to Alex, and that text message said, Hey, do you want to start a horror podcast? And I don't remember what my exact reply was, but it was something along the lines of, Yeah, sure. It was a little more enthusiastic than that, but yeah. It was, yeah, sure, in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, saying it now, it makes it sound like you're doing the uh, typing equivalent of, I guess... Right as well. <laughs> but no, uh, we uh, uh, one of the things we had bonded over was the uh, our mutual appreciation of the Magnus archives. Uh, Alex had already listened to all of it uh, up until that point. It hadn't actually ended yet when we started like when we started hanging out. It hadn't, but uh, boy, had I already adopted all of Jonathan Sims' personality traits. <laughs> um, hadn't ended yet, uh, but. Pretty close to when it was about to end, I reached out because I I was still working in the uh, middle school when we started writing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not entirely true. I was working in the summer camp in the middle school before I started working in the middle school. I was working in my first hotel job. Mm-hmm. But uh, we were, uh, you know, we sat down we had a long conversation about like okay well what should this be should we like do one story a week or two and, and we decided to alternate like we do now um and uh i think i mentioned the format of another podcast i really liked which if you listen to uh, last week's common area you know what that's called um the, that, that particular podcast hasn't aged really well so i don't know if i feel comfortable like pitching it uh, for the time, as a middle schooler, when it uh, as a high schooler when it came out, it was a really funny podcast. But uh, now it's now it's what it is. Yeah, that tends to happen um, with our beloved things. You know what? It, 
time kills all his children in the end. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, uh, we talked about like, okay, well, what do we want to do? Well, we can do this. We can tell a story. <clears throat> do we want, um, do we want uh, a canon narrative? One of the things we decided on was we kind of wanted to have as loose a canon as possible. When it came to it, so people could come in to any episode. So initially, we didn't have... We were like, okay, we'll have a framing device, but there is no plot whatsoever. Mm-mm. Um, And then we scrapped that idea in the early stages, and we're like, okay, you know what? We need something to keep the readers... Uh, sorry, listeners engaged. We will have uh, the, <laughs> the a minor semblance of plot, which yeah. is just the plot hook of two people in an empty apartment in a void. There's a lot of possibilities to do with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it, it doesn't stop. It's, um, you know, it, it's a little bit like those. Um, pers- did you see uh, AI Seinfeld when that was a thing? Oh, yeah, I did. On Twitch? Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's two people procedurally going through these events, these moments, but they can't leave and they can't go. And they're just waiting for the next event to start. <laughs> Is that not just what life is? A little bit, but there's more people in life. Oh. Okay. I mean, I guess if you leave your dorm room, there are. Mm. Uh, so to answer the last part of your question, uh, it was a little bit of... Uh, a little bit the Magnus Archives, a little bit fantasy fiction, uh, and a lot of... We're, we, we were both kind of writers in some capacity and and we needed something to write we did also take inspiration from um tv shows like uh tales from the crypt and the twilight zone yeah yes we did uh i've got nothing else to add to that yeah (laughs) i'm just stating a fact yeah no that that was a fact and that's a rock definitely <laughs> it's a rock fact. <laughs> uh, we definitely based a lot of the bumper uh, segments around uh, those kind of framing devices, like um, Tales from the Crypt, especially, which has that like comedy element to it to help like soften the horror in some way. Yeah, we we it's you know what they call um, comedic relief. We recognize yeah. that some of our stories are a little too heavy, so you need something to whoop, make it a little better. Yeah, that's why uh, in a story about uh, a person who is uh, never full and eats everything, no, 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 I, no, 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 we're done. Also, throw in a board game called Oxytrifenodextronumino. Also, uh, no, what is it? Oxytrifenodextroslanumodexicrills House of Fun. Why do you insist on saying it? Is this? Do you get joy out of other people's Because pain? I accidentally devoted uh, brain cells to memorizing oh, it. Oh, you have brain cells to spare. Surprise, surprise, I know. <laughs> Let's move on to another question. Yeah, now that we've, now that I've eviscerated you, like a good friend should. As all good friends, I'm going to erase that question to show we have done it. Thank you. Uh, would you like to pick, uh, let's do a Harv question. Okay, um... He sends in. He sends in. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I read one of them. <laughs> I've never seen that word before. I like it. Um, we're just gonna go with the first one that Harb sent. <laughs> you don't want to go with the one. <laughs> we need to. We okay. need to build up to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll definitely be building up to that. Uh, so he asks, 
do you have any uncommon comments, headcanons that aren't canonically true or untrue? They're just like personal headcanons about the thing you do. Um, I assume that also includes the characters that we have. Yes. George? Uh, for the most part, a lot of my headcanons for certain characters, like uh, for uh, Albert Need, uh, end up making their way into the episode. Oh, I was going to mention it in the comment area. Uh, a popular headcanon that I've seen, I saw someone on Tumblr uh, post about uh, Albert Need uh, being a cat boy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh and I'm sure whoever's editing this episode will cut out that I said this person's name. You get um, to edit this episode. I'm not touching Oh, I get to boys. edit this one? Yeah. All right, all right. And um we uh one of the bits we talked about for the finale was going to make that head canon canon. <laughs> we never discussed this. Okay, this was not a oh, serious discussion. I brought discussion. it up and you were like I sent you a series of texts. I believe I shot that down. No, you didn't. I didn't? I you don't want smashed. that. I do that a lot. I'm gay, George. What do you want from me? Yeah, that's a gay laughter and sign of approval. No, not quite. I laugh at a lot of things that are said. Uh, but there was going to be a moment where, um, in the original idea I had for the episode, um, John would have been sitting in front of the TV, watching the press conference happening, and Jane would walk in behind and be like, who's that? And John's be like, I don't know, I never met the guy. Um, <laughs> and then Jane goes, and then Jane would say something like, why is he wearing those cat ears? And John would be like, oh, those are for the character um, uh, Ferdinand. We, this is, no. There's a reason the this is a headcanon. Uh, it is not my personal headcanon. However, it was a it was a canon a headcanon I saw on Tumblr that I almost made canon. <laughs> enjoy that thought. Um, I, will not, un- I will not enjoy that. Un- un- Uncommon comments headcanon. Um, there's a, a a lot of uh, tricky parts here to say what it is. Uh, most of my headcanon comes uh, in the form of what does Doreen Wimbledon look like? Um, because uh, we know she must be able to hold a cake and be able to carry out a cup of cream. However, when John first described meeting Dorian Wimbledon, he said he couldn't actually see her. She was behind a wall of cats. We now know that she probably is the wall of cats. So uh, Dorian Wimbledon, her form uh, is very non-human-like and I, always changing. I like to think that... Um... She is like, like the cats stand on top of each other, a la Voltron, and <laughs> form her. Instead of lions, it's cats, yes. Yeah. She is very fuzzy. I, I have a bit of art that I've been working on for what Dorian might look like, so. You know, if enough people subscribe to the Patreon, I might drop it. Uh. Oh, great. Uh, um, yeah, that's a threat. I also like the thought that while maybe they just perceive her as just a normal old lady, and in reality she's just horrific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that, well, I will say this. Uh, while talking with Jessica Law, the person who voices Doreen Wimbledon, um, 
I pitched this as uh, I pitched her as the uh, for this episode the crazy cat lady next door, um, uh, with the possibility of becoming recurring character. Uh, I think for this iteration for that particular episode, uh, this is John and Jane's like um, sitcom esque personas. I don't think it necessarily represents them, or epitomizes them outside of uh this one particular episode because they do some things that are like a little more silly goofy slapstick uh than they would normally do i don't think so what doreen wimbledon is going to actually be like uh after this in season three is you know i'm gonna say mostly up to how jessica law uh performs it from now on uh you know what i respect that i think that's a good answer Fantastic. Uh, did you have any headcanons? Um, I'm trying to think. I had an idea. I <clears throat> I have since greatly appreciated people's interpretations of the characters, um, like physical interpretations. I will say they are completely different from how I ever envisioned them. But I honestly like yours better. It's more fun. Uh, I initially just pictured them as very plain office worker looking people. Legitimately, uh, when I first thought of how John and Jane would look, they were going to be, you know, maybe a little underdressed, but mostly dressed in all black or all white, black and white, mostly it, very plain, very um, uh, understated. Uh but as the episodes have come out and their personalities have taken more form because uh, that's what happens when you have characters that are forced to do things <laughs> over and over again. Um, they've taken on a life of their own and that life of their own is uh, mean lesbian and himbo. Yeah, that is precisely what happened. <laughs> what their sexualities uh, became... are, what their actual personal gender identities are, we have no idea. But no they, idea. they epitomize the... Um, the they are Jesse and James from Pokemon. They are. they are. They are goth umbrella and Hawaiian shirt. They are whatever you personally yeah. choose to interpret them as. And I like that. I like seeing everyone's different interpretations. It's, I do too. It reminds me of when I first started listening to the Magnus Archives. Um, the way I pictured Jonathan Sims was drastically different from how everybody draws him. And it was like, it's really cool to see the other interpretations. <laughs> it's also the um I, I guess difference from the art and the artist because looking at how jonathan sims head archivist of the magnus institute london looks like in fan art and cosplays versus how johnny sims the author looks is completely different crazed hmm? crazed you mean yes sleep deprived yeah i love him and his incredibly messy mood. hair yes <laughs> All right, but does that just about wrap us up for that question? I think that does it for the headcanons question, yeah. <laughs> I erased it. Speak. All right, let me pick a question here. I like that the title of this uh, document is just questions, lowercase. Yeah. Alex mentioned on the Patreon feed a while back that there's a George Lore document. <laughs> Any random tidbit you want to share from that? <laughs> I personally do not want to share, but uh, Alex, what do you got? 
So to clarify, this is just a personal like notes that I um keep on my phone anytime George tells They're me They're field notes. They hides in bushes and studies me. Yes. <laughs> uh, they absolutely do. Um I it's nothing it's nothing like most of the George lore that I have is just stuff he's told me about himself that I document in my mind and keep to like in my memory to be like, "Oh, this is a thing about George that I should know." Uh, but sometimes he says horrific things, and then I write them down. <laughs> um, and I'm struggling to find that. Um, a little oh, piece. No, did something happen to the document? Did you take How my strange. phone? No, I didn't. Do okay. Anything. Um. Oh man, this is way before I was in Scotland, so it's going to take a while to find. Um. I will say that it's not technically a an exclusive piece of George lore, but it is a George, Rebecca, and Alex piece of lore, and that we all have a fake band. That mm. <laughs> that's yes, called, we do. Would you like to tell them what it's called? Yeah. So the fake band that we uh, uh, have and go on tour with and do gigs at uh, is called Adam and the Bees. The reason why it's called Adam and the Bees is also wild. Do you remember why it's called Adam and the Bees, Alex? Um, sorry, I found some quotes from you. <laughs> um, oh goodness! I assumed it was an Adam and the Ants reference. Is that not what's happening? It's not an Adam. It's not an Adam Ant reference. Okay. It was. We were walking around uh, the relatively small town that um, Alex and Bex live in. It's colonial. I was visiting. It's a tourist town. Yo, you got it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, we were walking around, and there were a lot of insects out. And I don't remember who it was. It wasn't me. I know it wasn't me. And I doubt it was you. So that leaves. Anyway, um, someone said something about uh, wanting to do something with an insect that was flying around. Excuse me? And... Like, they wanted to play Smash or Pass with an insect that was just flying around. Mm. And um, I think it was I who said, uh, <laughs> in like a fake Southern preacher voice, Ugh, these kids today, when will they learn it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and the bees? <laughs> and God, then, and I therefore completely band lost that out of my memory. <laughs> Um, My memory's weird that way. I do remember I some of the some of the uh, titles for of songs that Adam and the Bees have written. Um, <laughs> uh, Bex, unfortunately, is the one who has the actual document that they're all written in. Uh, but one of them is "Don't the Demon." Um, Don't the Demon, which sounds like a reversed Ghost BC song. <laughs> That's "Do the Demon" <clears throat> for sure. Well, it's like "Kiss the Go Go." But um, <laughs> we also have one that is based on a Jenny Nicholson video that is in turn based on a fan fiction that is called, the song itself is called Trapped on an Island featuring Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> Sorry, featuring Josh Hutcherson. Um, and that's my personal favorite. Um, do you remember any of the song titles, George? No, I, I can't. Okay. Those are the two that come to mind when I think of Adam and the Ant- uh, Adam and the Bees. <clears throat> Do that every time. Every time. Um, 
Uh, did you find the quote document? It It is not the one that I was looking for. I cannot find the George Lord document, unfortunately. Huh, well, we'll have to save that for another time. I can make up George Lore. Oh, goodness. All right. Yeah, go <laughs> Actually, ahead. Actually, George Lore, that doesn't need to be made up. He has a weird, almost shrine to Garfield the cat in his I home. I don't... Ha- Relatively, I don't... I, I've talked about this in the common area. I don't have that much mm-hmm. Garfield. You know how people feel about Pedro Pascal right now? <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> How people are making Considering shrines. that that was the face claim you used for uh, Caesar yeah, Felix. Yeah, it's how I feel first. about Pedro Pascal, okay? We don't need to talk about this. Um, <laughs> uh, people make shrines to him. That's a lie. I didn't make a shrine to him. Um, I like to think that George has a secret place that he just has his Garfield merch that he doesn't want us to know about. Because I want you to know about the giant movie poster light up sign that has the Garfield movie poster. <laughs> well, yeah, you like us to know about your weird as novelties. I record. <laughs> um, I also had another okay. piece of George lore. Um, I'm just gonna make some stuff up for you guys. Did you know that George has a deathly allergy to lobster ice cream? Not lobster and not ice cream, just lobster ice cream specifically. Something about when those crazy crustaceans get mixed into the cream. It, it you triggers know what? something. We're going on know. to the next question after that statement was made. Uh, We're done Actual here. George Lore. Did you know in middle school, I found a website where you could register to be uh, uh, an ordained minister? Oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I will not marry any of you. I was going to say, if you, if I ever get into a position where I'm getting married, you are not allowed to... Fit- 500 miles of my wedding place. Just gonna sneak up and... (laughs) I'm getting a restraining order. Boom, you're married. No. Absolutely not. (laughs) You do that to random people on the street. There's someone standing next to another person at a crosswalk and you just walk up behind them and go, boom, married. It's okay. I don't think any of that's legally binding anymore anyway. It's been years, so... Boo. Boo. Uh, Boo this man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't have better George Lore for you. I'll give you a social security number next time. <laughs> yeah, next time. Please do. What question would you like to read next? Uh, well, I read that one. Oh, so. it's my turn. It's your turn to pick one. Um, Let's see. Let's do, let's do Knowles. So, All right, we're going to do Noel's question. Um, he asks, here's one. So this one's from PerezBoys925 on Twitter at Noelson101. Yes, he is a friend of mine um, and a lovely listener of our podcast. Uh, he asks, here's one. Have you ever thought of an animated show of your podcast? Because after watching, I guess, listening to the last episode of season two, it got me thinking that it would make it would be cool if they somehow made an animated show telling the stories while trying to get out of the void. That they're trapped in. Um, I haven't. Suffice to say, we've thought about. I've thought about it. Uh, My trajectory that I would love to see for Uncommon Commons is actually, uh, aside from the podcast, a comic book would be the next step. I would love to get more multimedia when it comes to Uncommon Commons. Um, So while I appreciate that. You know, maybe an animated show would be a good fit. Uh, I would love to branch out in the future just with more 
Uncommon Commons stuff everywhere. We make merch. We make merch. We make merch. Um, so I can... If, uh, let, me, let me ask you guys, and it'll be, uh, this is going to be in the Spotify question, if you're listening on Spotify, if we made merch, would we get it? This is a simple yes-no poll. If we made merch, would we get it? Would you get it? Yeah, I was going to say, would we get it? I mean, I guess well, we I would. We would get it for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I have the lovely Need Park shirt made by Rebecca, so. Um, what was I going to ask? I was going to say, sorry, well, I was going to say that. So um, you've never thought about having an animated show. I've never really thought about it, but I absolutely love that idea. I feel like it lends itself well to a visual medium. I, I think, yeah, well, yeah, that the, the that's the reason why, you know, before we even had a story written, I was like, hey, you know what we could do? Live show. There is, um, in my original notebook, I have a legal pad from our first ever meeting about Uncommon Commons, and in the mm-hmm. margin, there is a little doodle of George, and it has a speech bubble next to it that just says, so, live show. So, <laughs> And that's been the running show? joke since this, since this started. Absolutely. And we're thankful that we're actually going to be able to do a live show pretty soon. Um, let's see. This will be coming. Oh, goodness. Ignore the planes for a second. Whee. George is getting bombed. Don't worry about it. I am. Don't worry. Uh, so by the time this comes out, if you're in the coastal Virginia area on uh, April 7th uh, and you can get to Virginia Beach, Virginia, we will be doing a half hour live show at Zyder's American Dream Theater. At 6.30. That's when doors open. Yeah, come see us. Say hello. Come see us if you're in the area. If not, uh, we will be posting that episode in some format, either audio or maybe a video of it. Uh, We haven't quite decided yet. Uh, We will be posting it on the Patreon. So if you want to see that uh, extra episode, it's it's basically a complete extra episode of Uncommon Commons. uh, And it'll be available on Patreon. Um, and if you absolutely hate our guts, you can bring tomatoes with you. Please, please don't bring uh, tomatoes. <laughs> potatoes? You just get a <laughs> lob of them at us? Sorry, sorry. Bring potatoes. Don't bring tomatoes. It does remind me in my most recent D&D campaign that isn't run by you, uh, one of our characters has a potato <gasps> cannon. <laughs> I just, I had to t- turn full medic because uh, they decimated another one of the characters by accident <laughs> anyways we can uh, cut that part out yeah yeah you're not gonna find that those kind of hijinks in uh need to escape coming soon to patreon what yeah congratulations. oh my goodness through it you all gain a new mom maybe two <laughs> uh at least yeah um so yes uh we will be doing an actual play based on uh uh my uh the theme park of my creation need park um called need to escape uh exclusively on the patreon i will be posting a preview episode here on the main channel at some point during the hiatus so stay tuned for that but um yeah that's going to be very exciting and we hope to see a lot of you there uh but like i said this is us trying to branch out and be more multimedia. Um, I think the real next step, as much as I would love to have a comic book for Uncommon Commons, the real next step is probably going to be trying to get the stories published somewhere. As an anthology, yeah, that was actually... As an anthology. Um, going back to Mary's very much earlier question, uh, that was actually one of our motivations for making it. We wanted a way to essentially categorize our... Not categorize... 
um, collect, collect, maybe curate, 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 curate. <laughs> we'll go with curate. Um, a, a anthology. Essentially, we just wanted to be able to force ourselves to write in order to create more content. Yes, and create content we did. Uh, when I was looking at the numbers for season one, and I haven't added them up from season two, uh, we wrote, for season one, collectively, we wrote more than the first Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book together. Uh, and individually, we both wrote more than uh, the total of the words in Animal uh, Animal Farm. Animal, animal House. <laughs> animal Farm. Probably the words in Animal House, too. Let's Would be honest. Would you like to know a fun fact about Animal House? Please. It's based on the school that my mother graduated from. Wild. I love right. that. Um, that said, uh, I did the math and it's on the Twitter already. However, uh, on the Twitter. God, on the like Twitter. 50. Yes. Um, yeah, it's on the Twitter already. Uh, if you uh, were to add up all the play times from all the episodes so far, from season one to season two... We have over 15 hours of content. That is a lot of content. That is a lot of content. We have developed a lot of content and we're, you know, we're getting ready to release more. We were talking in our most recent commentary about stories that we're going to write or sort of stories we want to write in season three. So uh, stay tuned for that. Great. Uh, how about another Harv question? Okay, go for it. <clears throat> Uh, what is your favorite type of coffee and or tea? Um, would you like to go first? Do you have any strong opinions? If I have a tea, I like a good, um, just a simple, uh, black breakfast tea is usually the uh, one I like. Um, uh, however, I am very, uh, partial to green tea and matcha myself, uh, having, uh, spent a little bit of time in Japan and having that just readily available was really, really nice. Amazing. It was. Uh, that said, if I have coffee, I like a simple milk tea, uh, something that's pretty sweet. And, but if I go to Starbucks, my usual Starbucks order is a white chocolate mocha. Uh, because uh, though I have grown to appreciate coffee more since I was a child, uh, part of me still wants that like super sweet, sh- super uh, creamy taste that um, when you first drink coffee helps you get into uh, the general enjoyment of drinking it. Fair enough. You know, I can't exactly fault you for that. Um, So I definitely prefer tea over coffee. Um, I am a sucker for a good London fog. Um, But I also, my favorite kind of tea is sencha green tea and also jasmine. Um, If I drink coffee, and that is not very often, it is usually either cappuccino or just straight black coffee. I enjoy a good cappuccino. I enjoy a good macchiato. I don't much care for Americanos. Um, if I can, lately I've been getting, uh, blended caramel ribbon crunches from Starbucks. That sounds fun. Yeah. Also, that's the difference between a common area and an actual episode. I can say Starbucks. Um. (laughs) But yeah. Tea. Yeah, I think that's good. All right, you pick a question. Okie dokie. I say we move on to Mary's. This is her second question. Um, and it says... I'd also like to know, as long as it's not spoilers, are John and Janie human? I feel like they've endured and survived a lot that would have killed a regular person. And what do they do in their spare time when they're not reading their stories? George? Uh, 
I'd also like to know, so long as it's not spoilers, <laughs> are John and Jane human? <laughs> John and Jane no. are John and Jane. Doe, yes. Yeah. They're does, obviously. They look They're like humans. Deer. <laughs> They're furries. You seen no, Beastor? No. You seen Beastars? That's what they look hey, like. Hey, Jane. <laughs> shut, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut <laughs> up. I hate you. Do we ever explain that in joke? We are not the, uh, explaining area? it. No, we're not explaining it. No, we are never going to explain we're that in joke, out. unfortunately. No. I am editing this episode. Cut it out. <laughs> are John and Jane human? An excellent question. And we've been toying around with this since pretty much the second episode of Uncommon Commons. My when, answer. Uh, John was in the hospital bed and Jane's arm fell off. That happens sometimes. Does that not happen to you guys? Hang on, what? That sometimes happens. Wait, 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 it wait. It grows wait. back. Yeah. Is that not normal? Somewhat. Okay. Uh, my answer for you is that John and Jane look human. Mostly. They certainly uh, would appear to be human yeah. if you were to look at them. Yeah. Uh, which would which will make it easier for the live show, certainly. Um, <laughs> special effects. Special effects. How many tentacles do you want again? Uh, they I, certainly appear to be human. They, uh, for all intents and purposes, certainly look that way. They have endured slash survived a lot that would have killed a regular person. They've also died from a lot that would have killed a regular person and it killed them. <laughs> they also got eaten by cats. They did. And yum, then yum, they yum, came yum, back yum. through the apartment just like, oh, hey, what are the cats doing? Laugh track ensues. <laughs> um, canonic causes of death for John and Jane have been uh, um, drowning when they were in the basement. Um, Jane got shot. Hmm? I said happens to the best of us. Sure does. And then a gas inhalation. Just like um, uh, Phantom Mass. Aspen. Oh. <laughs> Just like Aspen. I was going to say Phantom Menace, but somebody has to make an inside joke. <laughs> Someone has to reference the material that we write. Yeah, well, I want to yes. reference Star Wars, so suck it. Fair enough. Just like Portal. <laughs> Wife. Wife. Um, the second part of the question is, what do they do in their spare time? <laughs> they res- uh, they T-pose, and they lose <laughs> sentience for two weeks. And then they come back. I think that they spend a lot of time exploring it, whether on their own or with each other. And that's how they know about the other weird things that just occur in the, um, in the apartment. Because yeah, there's, yeah, please go on. They've made mention of, um, I forget what floor it's on, but there's some mirror that's at the end of one of the third floor ventilation shafts. Um, yeah, it's. I, could, I, I was surprised as anyone that that came up again in a reference. Yeah, honestly. I know. I never thought it would come up again. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll see a return from the music box that makes uh, John make up lyrics to Girl from Ipanema. God. Stop, please. Just be glad I said Ipanema. And... Anyways. Anyway. What, if... If he had the access to it, what do you think John would do in his free time? Oh, well, uh, hmm. he's probably trying to get the cats to play his board games with him. Aww. For the most part. 
But then, like, the voice of Doreen comes through the cat and is just like, John, stop. <laughs> they don't want to play Please, no more. <laughs> um, there's, I mean, I, again, like, I, I agree with what you said, that they're looking around, they're exploring. Uh, despite the fact that they've kind of settled into their life in the apartment, they're also just, they're also still probably looking for a way out. Like, I don't think they've accepted the fact that it's nothing. Yeah. Um. As, as, you know, tricky as it is, um, that, uh, and that's the problem with a loose cannon, uh, is, you know, sometimes they go out into the void and they're returned to the, uh, back door of the apartment immediately, so they can't ever leave the apartment. Sometimes they can go out into the void and, um, go camping, you know? Yeah. Um, for the record, when Jane is not attempting to escape and not trying to explore, uh, she does trying to murder John or find or murder John. She does find um, trashy romance novels uh, littered around the apartment, and she does like to read those. They're absolutely <laughs> horrific, by the way. They are not your normal trashy romance novel, but they're still though uh, the characters in the romance novels are not human. They are not. It is eldritch no. entities, and sometimes a human. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Um, Next your question. turn. No, is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. Well, here's one I have the answer readily pulled up for. How are the episode stats doing? Alma any higher up now? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So, uh, Alma is still the second highest ranked episode of all. The first highest, uh, unsurprisingly, being the first episode at 209 listens. Uh, Voided still sits on top. Alma uh, sitting pretty over with... Give me a sec. Gosh, what's? Do you remember what Alma's number is? I do not. Something like Alma. Tell us. Uh, <laughs> Alma has a hundred and twelve listens, which is more than uh, which is nine more than the uh, next highest episode. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, Alma, Alma's doing pretty good. Still not the most listened to episode, but I can re- mostly credit that to more and more people coming into the podcast all the time. Thank you for joining us, by the way. Yes, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Alma's uh, sitting, uh, is doing pretty well for herself. We love her. We stand a queen. We do. All right, your turn to pick one. All right. We only have two questions left. I'm going to save the top one for last. So we're going to answer this question. Um, Which Uncommon Commons cat would you want to give the most scritches to? Or the scritches to the most? Um, And he included both Doreen and the cats from the stories are included in this. Uh, First of all, do you remember any... uh, what, what, uh, What stories feature cats in them? Ooh, I don't remember... Uh, so I'm going to do a quick search of I the know, transcript see if I know, typing cat comes up. I know my story reaction time um, has a cat named Dewey in it. Uh, there's also the Gravedigger's cat. There's also the Gravedigger's cat. Oh, he deserves scratches. See, the issue is that I'm a cat person, so like any cat, I want to pet their little head. To clarify, see. I'm not a cat person in the same way Doreen is a cat person. Uh, nor am I a cat person in the way that you want Albert Need to be a cat person. I just like cats. 
I do not have cat ears. I'm so sorry. I am a theoretical cat person in that I imagine it would be nice to have a cat. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> do, do you want one? No. Okay. I'm also looking... I, I searched the word cat in uh, the transcript, so I'm looking to see if any it comes up with anything. Mostly, I'm, I'm assuming it's all just... Um, Just Doreen showing up over and over again. Now, I feel like this question... Uh, first of all, my answer is Sayako. Of course. Uh, that's the cat I would most like to give scritches to. And the cat you'd like most to give scritches to is? Of Doreen's, it's Mitzi. Of Doreen's, it's Mitzi. Yeah. Um, however, it is not the thing I would most like to give scritches to in the Uncommon Commons. Oh, no. That title... It, belongs to Visky. Oh, okay. Visky's a good answer. Get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah. It's short for viscosity. My my mind wasn't in the gutter. My mind was, what god-awful thing is he going to say? I'm going to say the little small white dog. Nimbus. That doesn't bite you. Basically. Huh? And this one doesn't bite you. Well, I would almost encourage Nimbus to bite me. That's fair. Please don't. We're trying to train that out of him. No. But, but yeah, no. Uh, so, so Sayako and Mitzi. Yes. Mitzi or Mitzki? It's Mitzi. Mitzi, yes. Great. Last question. <clears throat> what niche character do you think should be blorboized more? I believe that's supposed to say blorboized. Blorboized. <laughs> what character do you think everyone should call the blorbo from their shows? Um, that's a good question. There's a good question. Um, I... I mean, there are characters I wrote to be Blorbos, like, uh, Caesar Felix. I was gonna say, I think Caesar Felix should be a Blorbo. I believe he should be baby girlified. Yeah, you should all baby girlify the evil optometrist. Yeah, um. <laughs> I know I do. I know you do. Where are the sparkly um. edits of him? <laughs> Um, I'm surprised there's not as much uh, for Albert Need overall. That's my doing. I smite anybody who tries to blurboize him. <laughs> uh, on, on the same thing, uh, Hugh Dunnett should be. Uh, oh, absolutely. Blurbo. Yes. Agreed. And uh, while I'm at it, Shy. Shy? From Beanbag Bear. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do have a correct answer, though, but I would love to hear your your answer. What is your correct answer? No, I'm going to wait a little bit. Um, Unless you don't have an answer ready, in which case I'll go. I forget every character I've ever created. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why you need to write secret series like I do, Um, where the same characters will show up over and over again. I'm going to baby girlify the mass. (laughs) I can see the edits on TikTok now. I got a sugar crush. <laughs> yeah, the mask gets the same treatment ah! as Venom. In the back. <laughs> Anyways, what's the correct answer? Yeah, that, that couple just outside uh, their window, they hear, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your real answer, please? Sean. Excuse me? 
The correct answer is Sean. <gasps> Sean is the correct answer. I forgot. Sean is the correct Sean. answer. Sean is like <laughs> Sean is to um uh, is to the doppelganger story as Randy is to the Scream franchise. Essential. Essential and beloved. <laughs> correct on all accounts. Correct on all accounts. Um, well, thank you all so much for sending in your questions. Uh, any parting thoughts, Alex? Oh, bold of you to assume I have thoughts ever. And with that, <laughs> we're going to say <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, if you'd like to hear more of our incoherent ramblings, be sure to check us out on Patreon. For $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content. That includes the common area, which uploads every other week on the weeks that we don't upload on Common Commons. Plus uh, additional stuff like uh, bonus uh, from the bits we cut out of the finale. Some of those are up on the, on the Patreon. We have uh, a bonus story in the form of Help Wanted, which is up there now. Plus, uh, like I said before, the actual play, uh, Need to Escape, coming out soon, only on the Patreon. So check that out. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, as always, I'm George. And I'm Alex. Stay. And remember, nothing, nothing is real. real. Visit Need Park. We're here to have, like, a nice, fun day at an amusement park, not engage in corporate espionage. Oh, it's gonna be super fun! Ride the rides. Did you say educational swamp ride? Meet the characters. Jackson's having fun playing around with them. High-fiving him. He's joined in. You would think he was part of the show. Make some friends. I'm not letting my son go with a stranger we just met. You'll never want to leave. Respectfully, no. You may never get to leave. We almost died there. So stay. And remember to make memories you'll never forget. So it's actually dumb. quite entertaining.